up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of First and Ten. Today, we'll be doing our Week 11 predictions. I'm your co-host, Mitch. As always, we have Adam with us. And today, we're going to get straight into Thursday Night Football, Arizona, and Seattle. I said Seattle last time. I said Seattle last week. I'm kind of sick of picking Seattle and losing. But at the same time, last time they played, uh, Arizona edged one out because Russell Wilson turned the ball over four times. It's really going to come down to, do I think he'll be able to do that again? I'm not sure. What do you think, Adam? Um, well, very unlike the Seahawks, they've dropped three of their last four. Their only win coming against the 49ers, who I wouldn't consider a very good team. We've seen their defense struggle in two of those games against the Cardinals and the Bills. But there's also the Rams game where we saw the struggles of Russell Wilson. Yeah, the Seahawks exactly. are a lot of fire. They've been getting a lot of heat. They've been be called, being called a mediocre six and three team. Not many people had them as contenders, possibly Super Bowl winners through the first six weeks. Agreed. Now people are seconding that. I still think I'm going to go Seattle on this one. And I, yeah, I, exactly, that's why I'm going Seattle this week because they just have the fire. There's the media's, and we we've seen what happens when you have a huge target on your back with the Packers. Yeah, exactly. I just we saw Jamal utilize somewhat correctly last week. He did have a sack. He did. They decided to blitz him a little bit more. Maybe we'll see more of that tonight. Um, it should it should be a really good game though. I'm definitely looking forward to watching it. Yep, and it's couldn't have worded it better myself. It's going to be a thriller. Hopefully tonight. Um, on to um, Sunday. First game of the week is the Steelers versus Jags. Not much to say. The Steelers. Have had a pretty easy schedule so far, besides two or three games against good teams. Um, Jaguars continues the Steelers' streak of games against pretty bad teams. Um, I just want to talk about real quick. I feel like the key for the Steelers this year and the reason they've been winning so much, aside from the teams they face, is that one thing they really haven't had to face this year is the adversity of injuries. The Steelers, I feel like for the most part, their roster has been able to stay pretty healthy on the defensive side and the offensive side. We've had a few scares with Big Ben, but besides that, there really hasn't been that like big injury that we've seen on many football teams this year. Yeah. I mean, that's a, definitely a nice change of pace for Steelers fans. They had half their uh, lineup out last year. Some very important positions as well. Um, at least half their offense. You know, it, yeah, like you said, there's not too much to be said about this game. Who knows? Jacksonville might upset. They upset the Colts, but you know, week one, you can't really count much of what was going on week one. Uh, I think Pittsburgh heads to ten and zero, but um, yeah, it'll be. I, I can't even say it'll be interesting to see. It'll be shocking to see, and I can't wait to give Steelers fans crap. They lose to Jacksonville, but let's be honest, that's most likely not going to happen. Yeah, it it, it shouldn't even be competitive without Gardner Minshew to chuck the ball downfield and maybe a few sparks. Jake Luton's been yeah. terrible this year, um, but. Not much to say. On to the Lions versus the Panthers, where one's team record is better than the other, but a lot of people think the Panthers will win this week, as the Panthers are coming in at 3-7, and seven, and that, right, just now I'm reading the news that Panthers quarterback Teddy Bridgewater is unlikely to start versus the Lions this week. Um, that's going to make a big difference in this game and my fantasy matchup this week. Yeah, as I bet you are very happy right now seeing this news. But Lions also, Honestly, don't Lions also took an injury today uh, to DeAndre Swift. He's now in the concussion protocol, likely out this mm -hmm. week. So both teams taking 
blows. It's just one's a small blow <laughs> plays, and one's your starting quarterback. So will will we be seeing PJ Walker starting? Um, I assume so. Um, it's not confirmed that Teddy B is out, but it's he's unlikely to start. And the same thing with the other. Which means the Detroit Lions will be playing to an advantage, I guess. Yeah, I would say that taking one, losing one of your three running backs versus losing the starting QB, that's definitely an advantage. Um, I think I think Carolina uh, – no, I think Detroit wins this game. If Teddy B plays, Carolina wins, but I don't think uh, P.J. Walker is going to be able to out-duel Matt Stafford. That just seems highly unlikely to me. Yeah, I agree, 100%. Um, yeah. At the end of the day, both teams don't have great defenses, but – Carolina's got a bit more of an Carolina's got a bit more explosiveness, a bit more heart, a bit and what you said, it comes down to the QB position. They have Matthew Stafford versus PJ Walker. Um if Teddy Bridgewater does somehow play, I'm still gonna take the Lions with this week because we're gonna see a very banged up Teddy Bridgewater who will likely be more passive than usual. So he won't be running on fourth and eighteen or whatever that was against the Chiefs. And then diving and yeah, exactly. And, um, <laughs> on to the next game, the Pats versus Texans. Uh, two teams who have, I'd say, underperformed this year to expectations. Um, Pats have a lot of fire after a big win last week. They're on a two-game win streak. Uh, one of the games was the Jets, but beating the Ravens <laughs> was impressive. And I'll give it to yeah. them, but they only got to score 23 points to beat the Ravens. That's yeah. That's really rare. I know the Pats have a good defense, but their defense is not nothing near what it was last year. The Ravens' offense was just pretty atrocious last year. But the only thing this Houston Texans team has is an offense. But I wouldn't even call it an offense. I mean, they've got Deshaun Watson. The only thing this Houston Texans team has is Deshaun Watson. Yeah. That's, that's what you meant. But Houston Texans have had a few tough losses this year. One against the Titans. One against the Steelers, and I'd even say one against the Browns. Uh, the, the Texans have had one of the hardest starts to the season we've seen out of teams in a while, having to face the Chiefs, uh, the Ravens, and the Steelers, three of the big dogs in the AFC. Pats are going to be—it's going to be an interesting game because Deshaun Watson likes to show up in games against good teams and make it competitive when it really shouldn't be that competitive. I'm still going New England. I'm. I I, I want to take New England, but I fucking hate New England, and it's yeah, all, all biased. But this is going to be in Houston. They're not going to have the advantage of the of the god awful weather. Mm-hmm. Or, oh wait, then that should be recent. Yeah, I don't know what I'm arguing here, but um, I I just don't think the Houston Texans won't be able to. It, you know if if. New England was able to run all over the Ravens. I think they'll be able to run on the Houston Texans. Um, I understand that, but I feel like it just comes down to they were able to run all over the Ravens, but only score twenty three points. I'm I'm really I'm really still not sold on Cam Newton yet. Oh, I'm not either. I'm just saying I think that they're better than this shell of a former team. But you know, we can agree to disagree. It's all right. I, I have New England in this game, but again, I wouldn't be surprised if Houston wins. All right, on to Tennessee versus Baltimore. Two teams that I feel like in these recent weeks have been very disrespected. Um, I feel like one team deserves a bit of the disrespect. The other doesn't. The team deserving the disrespect partially being the Titans. Uh, but as I said about the Seahawks, the Titans have dropped 
uh, three of their last four with their only win coming against the Bears team who's on a horrendous lo- losing streak. And to be honest, the Titans were pretty cl- were, were a coin toss away from losing four out of their past five, getting an overtime victory versus the Texans. Uh, yeah. The Titans are not a good football team. If I read you your their wins this year, all their wins besides the Bills, you really wouldn't be impressed. Week one, they beat the three and six Denver Broncos by two. Week two, they beat the one and eight Jaguars by three. Week three, they beat the four and five Vikings by one. Yeah. And then week five or six, because they had their bye week or whatever, they beat the two and seven Texans by six. Like, they're not beating good teams right now. Yeah, but I mean, as you say, a win is always a is uh, a win is really what matters. So, I'm not ready to completely give up on Tennessee, but I think Baltimore wins this game for sure. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Baltimore. It M and T Bank is one of the tougher stadiums to play in. Um, I think Derrick Henry will most likely be neutralized. They'll be uh, forcing Ryan Tannehill to uh, definitely go to play action, and um, I think that. The uh, John Harbaugh has been screaming at his guys after letting Damian Harris run for 123 yards yeah. against him. I don't think that'll be happening out of Derrick Henry again because of the adjustments. But I've got Baltimore. In the also, game. um, I, I don't want to sidetrack too much today, but just a quick shout out to uh my my shout of the day goes to Jaguars fans. Um, I don't know if you've read it yet, Mitch, but Yannick Ngakwe oh, was traded yeah, yeah. for a uh, undefined draft pick, depending on how he performs this year. One incentive was yeah. if he makes the Pro Bowl, it moves up to a fourth round pick. And if he wins the Super Bowl, it becomes a third. Right? I'm not, no, if he makes an All Pro team, I think it becomes a third. I'm pretty sure if they they either make the Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl, it also goes up. All to right, third. but um, I think it's just great that the Jaguars fan base is rallying the NFL community to vote Yannick Ngakwe to the Pro Bowl to get themselves a higher pick. I, I think <laughs> it's genius. I think. It, it's a terrible rule. It's a terrible deal in terms of trade when you agree to a player who I wouldn't say would make the Pro Bowl this year, but like he'd be in the conversation at least. I guess, yeah. So I don't. I guess they hoped he would be overshadowed by all the other defensive players on the Ravens defense. You know, Calais Campbell. Just remember, this is a Vikings pick, and they don't even have Yannick anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just made me think of that. Uh. I think we're both going with the Ravens here, if I'm correct. Yeah. yeah. All right, and on to the next. We have the Philly Eagles versus the Browns. Eagles playing for a playoff spot this week. Browns are playing for a playoff spot as well this week. But their records are basically opposites. Yeah, it's pretty converse. Um, the weather is going to be crappy for a third week in a row. Is What the forecast is saying, they're predicting – um, showers, temperatures below uh, 40 degrees and wind. And we all know Cleveland likes to run the ball. We all know how god-awful the Eagles' defense has been. Um, I, I think Cleveland wins this game uh, in energy in First Energy Stadium. I think Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt enjoy another nice day if the weather's poor. Even if the weather isn't, I still think Cleveland edges this one out. Yeah, I mean, Cleveland's 6-3. and three. Don't necessarily agree with the record, but that's not the point here. Uh, you can't disagree with the record. You can say the record makes them look better, or better or worse than they are, but you can't disagree with the record. <laughs> All right, but um, I still think they pull this one out because the Eagles are atrocious. They've 
should be uh, – I'd even be, stretch it to a an eight because I don't think they should have beat the Bengals wow. and I don't think they should have beat the Giants. Or I don't think they should have – I think it's uh, it's a two, two and seven. I don't think they should be, have beat the Giants. I don't think they should have tied the Eagles. But they've just been terrible this year. Carson Wentz has lost any confidence he's ever had. I mean, look at this man. He yeah. rallied a team on a Super Bowl run putting up MVP numbers. Then he gets hurt, and some guy comes in and wins a Super Bowl. It's hard to gain confidence after that. Like, Well, I guess. I think the thing that would have been a bigger confidence knocker would have been is if they kept Foles like, and made him the starter afterwards. That would no, have really no, hurt. but t- – Continuing off that point, he's already at low confidence, and then the Eagles go out and use a second-round pick on a quarterback. Oh yeah, no, that. I, I feel like it, you could have, you know, when quarterbacks were taken, you could have either gone the Aaron Rodgers approach and just decided to make them, you know, uh, make them eat their words, or you could have been the Carson Wentz approach and just worry and fret and lose every sense of. And this also brings up the issue: the Eagles have not supported Wentz in the draft for the past few years on their receiver picks. I mean. They've passed up on players like DK Metcalf and AJ Brown for someone like JJ Arcago Whiteside. Who isn't even playing. And now we're looking at I'm not gonna knock on Jalen Rager because it's only been a few weeks, but they took Rager over people like Jefferson and Higgins, who were picked very shortly after. Yeah. Um I just think the Eagles draft woes don't help the confidence of Carson Wentz, and I feel like this team solely relies on the confidence of Carson Wentz to win football games, and it just hasn't been there this yeah. year. It hasn't. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, which is why I think the majority of people would go Cleveland this week. On to the next mm. game, which is a divisional matchup of Atlanta versus New Orleans. Three and six versus seven and two. New Orleans is the hottest team in football right now. I don't think that's an argument. They just lost yeah. their quarterback. Didn't, are they losing Alvin Kamara as well? Um, he didn't practice today. Still, so that's questionable. I think he'll still play, but oh, okay. Well, then if they have Alvin Kamara, then they should be winning this game. I sure. think even if they don't, uh, the coaching coaching's better. better. Yeah. Jameis Winston is somebody who's just going to air the ball out. He doesn't give a fuck. And especially against this god awful uh, uh, secondary. I think I think the whole world's actually ways. rooted for Jameis this week, besides Buccaneers fans, because. I, at least I personally want to see Jameis go out there and ball out this week. Like, I want to see him eat a dub and actually earn yeah, it. Yeah, like not play one play. Yeah, I exactly. mean, say what you want. If Jameis Winston was playing for Tampa that week, Tampa would have had more than three points. <laughs> I love Jameis Winston. <laughs> it's funny because he's just oh. like – it's like you think he'd be like upset or remorseful, but he's just like fuck you to the Buccaneers. Like they, they – he, yeah, he, yeah. he, but the thing is, any quarterback in the league would have gotten dumped for Tom Brady. Like, yeah, that's true. I, I just think it's so funny. I had him on my fantasy team last year, and he would consistently put up, you know, 25 to 35 points. And I would always look at his stats, and this was back on Yahoo. And I always remember thinking, just man, he really had a little bit of everything. You'd look at him, and it would be like 300 passing yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. And then if he, then you would look at his rushing yards. 24 rushing yards, one rushing touchdown, two fumbles, and then it would be – and then like a two-point conversion. It would be like, man, he really did everything. Yeah. <laughs> Every stat a quarterback could have had, he had you know, two tackles too. I'm like, damn, Jameis, you had yourself a game. <laughs> it always made me laugh looking at a stat line. Yeah, what can I say? Or what can you say? Jameis is just 
He's like that. He's built different. He's really just built um, With that being said, I like the Falcons. I like Julio. I like everybody. But what's been winning Saints games recently is their defense. And Yeah, it really has stepped up. Demario Davis has been an animal. And then Marshawn Lattimore's playing well. Uh, I just yeah. – I think the Saints will win this week. I, 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 so. I don't think it's very far-fetched to believe that, but I think the Saints. Poor Matt Ryan. On, on to oh. the next. We got the Washington football team who is only, I'm pretty sure, one game back of a division lead. Or a, not a division lead, two games back. I'm not sure. The Giants are three and six, if I'm correct. Yeah. The Eagles are three, oh. five, and one. I don't know. They're one, one and a half, two games back. So they're still in the division. Bengals aren't really playing for much this year. Their QB has already done enough to show that. Then New York is three and seven. Three and seven. Yeah. All right. So they could tie second place this week with a victory. Um, mm. I think Cincy, they've already seen what they wanted to see. They've seen that they have a good group of young receivers. Yeah. And they have seen that Joe Burrow most likely is the QB of the next three years. Yeah. I, I Joe Burrow's going to probably march all over. So now they're – Winning football games to get a higher draft pick or losing football games to get one of the best offensive linemen in the draft? That's the question. I don't think they're going to tank, but they don't have much incentive. No, I think that they'll get a quarterback. You think they're going to keep I'm referring to the Bengals. Bengals aren't playing for anything this week. Washington is still playing for a division. Yeah, I mean, that's valid, but – but Joe Burrow, I mean, he said in a press conference afterwards, you know, someone asked him, how are you going to measure your success? Obviously, given the fact that your team, you know, is dog shit. He was the nice way of putting it. He said, you know, how are you going to measure your success given your team's lack of um, production in the first half? How are you going to measure this stuff? And then, you know, well, you know, how are you going to measure the wins and losses? He goes, by, you know, by the wins and losses. So it's clear Burrow still is, still is intent on balling out. He'll probably be playing for offensive rookie of the year. He'll probably try and at least make it competitive down the stretch, win some games, shock some people. So I don't think Burrow, who's been one of the most fiery players that I've seen uh, this year, is just going to sit down and be like, all right, next year. You know what I mean? He's going to still try and win games. No, I don't, and I understand that. Well, no, I, I understand. I understand. But I, I think Burrow's got fire. I think Burrow's got swagger, and he should eat up this Washington. I understand that, but I just feel like Washington right now is just playing for more. No, you're right. But no I matter feel, how much I, feel Burrow... exactly, I don't trust the coaching there. I don't trust the front office. Just Washington's are like a – it's Washington's hey, a basement. You know I mean? Smith. Washington, yeah, I suppose. But, um, I mean, Cincinnati should definitely win this game. Yeah. Um, no doubt, uh, since he should, but I'm going to take Washington this week just because I feel like they're going to edge them out. All right. We, you know, we can agree to disagree. Yeah. Um, the first 4 o'clock game, Miami and your Broncos. Uh, you want to start? Um, it's looking like Drew Locke's not going to play this week. Yeah, he's hurt. Um, I yeah. don't know if that's um, a good or bad thing. I really don't. I don't. So will Brett Reppin be coming Brett or Rappin. Jeff Driscoll? Uh, as many like to say, this is Brett's world and we're just living in it. Didn't the last time the last time Brett played, he threw two or three Yeah, but he got a victory against the Jets still. 
All right. So the last games of your wait, what did Jeff didn't Jeff Jeff Driscoll played well his no. last game? Right? No, 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 no. Jeff Driscoll's last game, he uh threw for one hundred fifty yards, a touchdown and an interception. Well, that's better than three picks and four picks, respectively. But you know what? Yeah. Brett Ripien was eating a W, and Jeff Driscoll wasn't. Yeah. And he also threw for 250 yards and two touchdowns as well. So, um, all right. Well, I I think we can agree to disagree. I think Brett Ripien may be actually worse than Drew Locke, which is hard to fathom. But Jeff Driscoll should be the guy in in uh, Denver for the foreseeable what? future. But I don't run the Broncos for uh, front office. I'd love it if if Denver would win. I don't I like the Dolphins hype, right? Now. I really don't. No, I, I buy the Dolphins hype. I don't think they're a super. Yeah, people are calling them a top five team in the NFL. That. I'm not having it. No, I think they're a top twelve team, top ten, top twelve team, and they're only six and three. They definitely have some beaten some good teams, but um, well, I, mean, I would love it if, if, like I said, if Denver could beat Miami here and then knock and then help uh, the Browns catch up in the playoffs. I'm going to be honest. The Dolphins are a hot team, and when they lose, I think it might slow them down a bit. But losing this week for the Dolphins won't slow them down because they have the Jets and the Bengals back-to-back. That's the issue. I, I, I like the shift in yeah. momentum if the Broncos win this week to slow down the Dolphins. But it really won't slow them down that much. What, 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 I, I, don't, I, I don't know what to think. I, I'm, I'm, I, haven't, I still haven't seen enough of Tua to think he's like some superstar. Like, yes – yeah, but I don't think anyone's suggesting he is a superstar. He's he's been uh, error free, which is I understand. But this be. game, it's going to come yes. down to the reason two has won games is because the other team's QB has made errors that he didn't. He beat or er, you think Brett Ripon? That's make uh, that's the issue. I that's why I had to take Miami this week because Denver can't just run the ball every play and go three and out and give Tua the ball with tons of time because Tua won't be great, but he'll be good enough to drive down at least once. I mean, we saw it against Herbert. The Broncos shot Herbert down in the first first quarter, second quarter, but then Herbert's getting the ball every three minutes. It's Eventually, the time of possession is just going to be so big that it's like not even a question whether we're, you're able to do anything about it. Like, you could have the best defense in the NFL. It wouldn't matter. Um, I, I yeah. but I don't like want to count the Broncos out because I do think like out of this game, no out of this game because this okay. Denver team is so night and day this year. We've seen them compete with some of the best teams in the league, and we've seen them, like the Steelers, oh, I guess and the, Steelers. the yeah. Titans. I'd guess if we want to, even though I was ripping on them, we saw them compete. Yeah, I was about to say, you can't, nah, you can't do that. I'm, I'll just I'll reword it. We saw them compete with the Steelers, which is why I think like All right. any given week they could just go out there and surprise us, and that wouldn't shock me. I mean, the same thing happened last year when a three and eight Denver Broncos team absolutely murdered the Texans. Uh, and again, at this point, the Broncos aren't playing for a playoff spot anymore. We the chances are slim to none, and Slim just left the building. They're playing to knock somebody else out of the playoffs, and this week. That's gonna try. They're gonna try to do that with the Dolphins. Um, that's that would be great. Browns fans would be very, very thankful that the Broncos <clears throat> could knock Miami out. All righty, on to the Cowgirls, the Vikings. Vikings probably a hotter team in football right now. Cowgirls probably a uh, just a big question mark. I don't understand what other way to put it. Um, love it or hate it, 
I don't see the Vikings losing this week to the Cowboys. No. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're just going to ride down. The Cowboys have their redheaded princess in that back in that quarterback. I don't think he'll make much of a difference from Garrett Gilbert. Um, Vikings are going to head to 5-5, five and five, I think. Uh, and uh, I'm pretty confident on that one. I, I and they're going to knock the Bears down. I mean, this week we can see the Bears drop from to, to, to fourth in the division if they lose, if they even play. They don't. Who are the Bears playing? This, this, no, they're not. Um, they're fight week, right? Yeah, but the Lions and the Vikings could both be at 500 after this week with wins. And that that would knock the Bears for tied to last in the division. Yeah. Uh, I still am. No, I'm not. (laughs) I can't lie to myself. So, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, not much to say. Kirk Cousins has been actually pretty hot recently, getting his first victory on Monday Night Football in his career. He's officially one and nine. Uh, Congrats, Kurt. Yeah. (laughs) From all of us here at First and Ten, we want to take an action, like a, we just have like a, a 10 second moment of silence. For all the games, nine seconds lost. Fair enough. All right, the the silence is up. Um, <laughs> on to the next game. We got the Packers and Colts, where the Colts actually do come in as the favorite this week. Um, re- a, a one and a half point favorite. If if you're betting this week, uh, I'm not gonna tell you who to bet on because I don't really think the Packers have this one in the bag. So, um. I don't agree as the Packers as underdogs, but this Colts defense, I think, can slow the Packers, especially if Devontae Adams is out this week, which is starting to look up in the air after he was Oh, God. Uh, what happened now? Hurt his ankle at practice today. Uh, oh, for um, Christ's sake. Their entire team is questionable right now. Jair Alexander, Devontae Adams, Alan Lazard, Tanyan. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's not great for the Packers. Not, um, no boy, no. And the Packers don't really have a great defense. This Colts team is coming off a big win, and they're going to look to continue that momentum this week, which is why I think I'm going to take the Colts in this one. I, I mean, I love the Packers. They're hot, and I really hate the Colts. I don't think they're good. But sometimes bad teams win football games. That's just how it works. Uh, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how the Colts' run game looks this week. I don't expect production out of Niam Hines because – he produces one out of every five games, and that one game was last week. So, uh, fans. Do you think it'll be the Jonathan Taylor show again or Jordan Wilkins? I'm not really sure. I honestly, I think, I think Naheem Hines will continue um, to run the ball. This team's backfield has been up in the air every week. It's been very questionable. Uh, but end, end of the day, uh, I'm still going with the Colts. What about you, Mitch? I'm going Green Bay. Should be a good one, though. It'll be two veterans playing against each other. This might be the last time we see Rodgers and Rivers match up in the NFL. Um, So just enjoy it. If you're not a fan of either team, just enjoy it. On to Sunday night football. Boy, do I hate the Chiefs. But there's one team in the NFL I hate more. The Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, sweet. Let's go. The Raiders lose this week, and we beat Philly. Um, we take their spot. Here, here's my thoughts on the Las Vegas Raiders. They won 37-12 last week. But just know, after all the talking they do, 
it puts a huge fucking target on their back. And the same thing happened when they beat the Chiefs. As Travis Kelsey said in his press conference the other day, the Raiders beating the Chiefs was like the Raiders winning the Super Bowl. The only difference is the Chiefs actually won a Super Bowl. I couldn't I can't word it better myself. I mean, this Raiders team is six and three, but many people would not consider them a contender with the defense they have. Their defensive stats are like they look good now because they got five turnovers last week. But before that, they had three turnovers on the earth. I'll correct myself. They had four interceptions last week. Before that, they had three interceptions on the whole year. They yeah. They I know. I, I was gonna say turnovers, but I don't know how many. Uh, I think it was Deshaun Hamilton. You were hoping it was Drew Locke. I know you were. No, I was curious because normally when it normally when it's a fumble, it usually is the yeah. But um, but not always. End of day, Chiefs are fucking pissed off after their last loss to the Ravens. They have a lot of fire. And- I think we can both agree that if Travis Kelsey scored six touchdowns, it would just be. A I hope Travis Kelsey scores a few touchdowns. His player does something dirty, and like he did the uh a few years ago. He takes his towel out of the pocket and throws it as a flag on sportsmanlike conduct. <laughs> and, I, and then I hope Travis Kelsey punches oh, the right no. teeth and gets. I, I don't want to like touchdown. hate on the Raiders, but someone put a target on fucking Jonathan Abrams' back. <laughs> like last year, last week, he was unnecessarily hitting people, and then he actually decided to throw a punch at Deshaun Hamilton or Tim Patrick, and both players ended up getting ejected. So, uh. Man, your receivers are garbage. What does that have to do with our receivers? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm just like, you guys did such a good, like, you know, you had KJ Hamler, Corlin Sutton, Jerry Judy. Now it's like Tim Patrick and Deshaun Hamilton. Just yeah, um, names. but uh, also just to let Raiders fans know, or the Raiders know that uh, week 17, they play Denver, which will most likely be a week they need to win to make the playoffs. And Denver is going to go out there with their fucking best lineup and fucking – Von Miller's going to be back. There's going to be the, – the Raiders have a target on their back right now in the AFC. They do. Because they are 6-3, and three, yeah. but they're very confident. But uh, you, you don't want to hear me rant about the Raiders anymore, so we'll hear from you. No, I don't mind it. I hate the Raiders with a passion. Um, I think – no, I mean, I, I, would you – what do you think the chances of Mahomes I don't, this one? I don't too? think there's a chance. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I hope. God, I hope not. That would be just the Raiders, Mitch. horrible. But um, yeah, just screw the Raiders, man. It, Kelsey's gonna come back with a fire. Hopefully, Edwards Hilaire just tears up that front seven. I want Mahomes to just have that normal razzle dazzle spark he has. I mean, this is the they were the one loss he's had in like a year. Like, dude, come on, throw up. Mahomes. Let's go, knock these guys out. And um, if you want to accidentally kick Josh Jacobs in the teeth, I'm not going to be opposed to that. You know, I don't have a problem with Darren Waller. Don't have a problem with Derek Carr. Josh Jacobs could go. Um, I, I, I'm going to restrict myself because it's being recorded. Josh Jacobs. No, go good we got Jacobs. He's on my fantasy team. <laughs> All right. Jacobs. Before you uh, say any profane things that you don't want on air, uh, let's move on to Monday Night Football. Uh, Ram Fox, yeah. uh, two teams who are uh, good, uh, two teams who are currently in the postseason, two teams who have been very night and day this year. I mean, we've seen the worst of the Rams, we've seen the worst of the Bucks, but we've also seen the best of two teams where they yeah. both 
have elite defenses. One offense is better than the other, which is why I got to go with the Buccaneers today. Uh, and, and what defense is better than another the Buccaneers? Too? Actually, I guess. I mean, I, I, I actually, I guess it's debatable. I don't know. The, the Rams defense. And like one of those great, is up in the air. The others is isn't. I'm, I'm referring like the defense is up in the air, but the offense is. Yeah. It's an undeniable That's- fact that. The Buccaneers just have a better offense. I mean, they got Rojo and Leonard in the backfield. They got Yeah. I'll probably end up starting both of them if uh Donder is out. <laughs> um they got the goat at QB, and they have three receivers who have all been Pro Bowlers at one time in the I really wouldn't call Jared Goff. I'm goat. referring you know to the what? Buccaneers. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's assuming that Mike um oh, never mind. I was looking at the injury list, and I saw Mike Edwards, and I was like, oh, crap. I thought it was Mike Evans for a second. <laughs> not Mike Edwards, dude. Oh, no. also, That's my shout-out. Uh, Chris Edwards. Carson's not listening, but Chris Carson, please just put some pads on and play. No one cares about your stupid foot. You've been out for the past four weeks. They could have at least put you on the IR so I knew it was coming, not look too questionable every three weeks. As a fantasy owner of you, it's very frustrating. Two. Man, just it, like it's not even like it's an arm or something important, it's just a foot, it's not a leg. It's not and I don't even got Mr. Gallman to start this week. You don't even have who he's on bot, Mr. Gallman Wayne, ah. who's been great. Yeah, that's a bummer. Um, and of course, I play you the one week I have five starters out. Just okay. <laughs> two, I've got Donder, Devin Singletary isn't. Um, all right, well, let me take out your uh, let me take out your QB. Your wide receiver one, your uh, running back one, possibly your running or your running back two, possibly your running back one, and then we can talk again. Okay. All right. Let's let's do that. I'm looking forward to that. Hey, but uh, Alex, can have a big week for me. Um, I'm sure you all will be hearing on the pod on Tuesday who won this matchup. And honestly, I I'm not. I don't care quite as much as you might think I do. I basically already have a playoff spot, so you could we beat me. By, more just a exactly, yeah, we both did. You could beat me by seventy. It wouldn't matter to me. Alrighty. With that said, it's the end of the week. We would like to thank you all for listening. I hope everybody has a great week. Watches some good football. I would like to thank Colin for coming on and doing this every week, and I'm sure Colin would like to thank me as well. <laughs> <laughs> but um, with that said, we hope you all have a good night. Watch some football on Sunday and work. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening.